0: Fans of WKRP in Cincinnati are mourning the loss of a beloved actor tonight. Howard Hessman has died. He brought a very special manic charm to the character of radio DJ Dr. Johnny Fever. Published reports say Hessman passed away due to complications of colon surgery. He was 81.
1: Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. That's very important because... I remember watching WKRP in reruns, and then they brought it back in the '90s. But also, Howard Hassman was Charlie Moore on Head of the Class, and if you remember Head of the Class, you remember the '80s. Later, he left, and Billy Connolly took over. It was a, it was an interesting time that he had these two iconic shows. It was later in "This Is Spinal Tap," that '70s show. So, yeah, Howard Hessman had a very long career, and so here tonight, the Doctors is film podcast. I wanted to start the show off with that by paying respect to him. Iconic characters, doc, you know, Doctor, um, Doctor Johnny um, Fever. Come on, and Mister Charlie Moore. So tonight, I promise you, a well-rounded show, a respectful show, we're going to talk about films, we're going to talk about music, it's going to be fun, but most importantly, it's going to be inclusive. Stay tuned, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast coming up. And welcome To the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast I figured we would continue talking about music Since Howard Hessman is gone And WKRP Hello I wanted to talk about a band This year Who is celebrating their 20th anniversary Who would have thought This metal band That comes from Atlanta, Georgia They have heavy metal, progressive metal Sludge metal, stoner metal Alternative metal Brian De- uh, Brian Daler Brent Hins, Bill Kelher Troy Sanders Mastodon yes the Grammy it's so funny to say that Grammy but you know they've enjoyed it a Grammy Award winning band Mastodon Mastodon started out 20 years ago in 2002 they were formed in January of 2000 Brian Daler and guitarist Bill Kel Hinner moved to Atlanta from Victor, New York, and met bassist singer Troy Sanders and guitarist singer Brent Hins at a high fire high on fire show. They discovered they had a mutual appreciation of sludge metal bands Melvin, the Melvins, Neurosis, heavy metal legends Iron Maiden, and the 1970s hard rockers Thin Lizzy, and shortly thereafter formed Mastodon. In an interview of 2009, Cahiller Kah- revealed that the first time Hins attended a practice with the band he showed up so wasted he couldn't play The band recorded a demo in 2000 which featured eric sanner on vocals sanner left the band for personal reasons after just a couple of months after recording a four-song demo and a seven-inch picture disc through reptilian records mastodon landed a record deal with relapse records in 2001 Mastodon released the EP Life's Blood in 2001 and its first full-length album, Remission, in 2002 with the singles March of Fire Ants and Crusher Destroyer which was also featured on Tony Hawk's Underground. On each of Mastodon's first full-length albums the last track was an instrumental composition with a title that related to Elephant Man. The band's second full-length album, Love... Leviathan was released in 2004. It is a concept album loosely based on Herman Melville's own novel Moby Dick. That's a big dick right there. The band received critical acclaim for Levi- Leviathan and the record was named Album of the Year by Kerrang magazine. This band has toured with everyone from the Unholy Alliance, Slayer, Lamb of God, Slipknot, and Tool. That's that's a major thing when Tool has you on their as their opening slot, and even Tool has said. I mean, you've had Meshuga, you've had Author and Punisher, uh, red, uh, redhead, blonde. So yeah, you you have some really great bands, but there's something magical about Mastodon and their sound. And I saw them last year at AfterShock. I went the the final, I believe it was the final day, and it was. I saw... Well, the first band I saw was Mastodon, followed by Social Distortion and Metallica. I gotta say, Mastodon really impressed me. I'd never seen them live before. They are a really great band. Now, what I noticed in the Metallica camp was that a lot of the fans were talking shit about Mastodon, but I'm not gonna say otherwise. But I I really enjoyed this album and just seeing them... Oh, here, here's something funny. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, Mastodon released a new track called White Walker, which appears on the Game of Thrones Catch the Throne Volume 2 mixtape to promote the fifth season of the HBO TV series. Daylor Hens and Kealer also appeared in episode eight of the season as Wildlings. <coughs> oh my god, these guys have a really great style. Oh, I, I love this. This this is a quote. From bassist Troy Sanders about their musical style. We don't consider ourselves a metal band. We recognize there's a lot of metal in us. But we also want to believe we have a lot of rock and roll in us. And we have a lot of progressive rock in us. We have bits and pieces of thrash and punk and psychedelicness sprinkled throughout. A lot of times for me personally, just having the metal tag itself seems kind of limiting on us because we have such an appreciation for all styles of music. We like to incorporate bits and pieces of those into our songs. But we also recognize all different subgenres, and the millions of times people say, oh, what do they sound like? And you say something, I understand that, but it doesn't affect how we create anything at all. Mm. 20 years of this band first album remission followed by Leviathan blood mountain in 2006 crack the sky in 2009 the hunter in 2011 once more around the sun 2014 emperor of sand 2017 and their latest hushed and grim which is such a great album it is it's a double album it made a lot of uh, end of the year lists singles were pushing the tides tear drinker sickle and peace sickle and peace is such a good song that's the thing about mastodon that really sets them apart from other bands is that there are three lead singers not just one but three the drummer the bassist the rhythm guitarist all share or no, guitarists, all do lead vocals. So sometimes when you listen to their songs, it's like, whoa, which one is singing right now? They all, you know, one of my favorites is Curl. Was it Burl? Let me, let me look it up. I love the lyrics that I mean. Okay, Curl of the Burl, which is, I killed a man because he killed my goat. You killed a man because he killed your goat. Okay that's 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 pretty logical you put your hands around his throat I, I i mean and and you've got two leads lead vocals on this oh my god these guys are really awesome they're really awesome i love their sound but most importantly i love their attitude to making records that it's not just about the single it's about the whole album. And they've really... I listen to their older albums... And you really can't find a bad album. They really have been consistent. And they like to experiment. They like to push themselves. And I am... Such a fan of them. And then to see them live... I mean, they have a really good song. More Than I Could Chew. Yeah, this, this, there's 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 a lot going on, and if I could, you let me go into. I, I love their interviews. They're really funny. They're really funny, and there is a video of their twentieth anniversary where they're all they, they're all going out for a drink, and they're all twenty one. I I really do enjoy. Here we go.
2: excuse me party we'd like to order one beer please what the hell do you mean one beer one beer
0: please one beer one beer please one beer wash off please amateurs was <laughs> it right. some kind of joke no sir this is gonna be awesome it seems like only yesterday
2: our band was born I've always heard that you'll never forget your first one. What can possibly go wrong?
0: I feel so fucking alive! Come a long way for this, boys! This
2: is probably.
1: And that's their way of acknowledging That they're 21 Is they all walk up to the bartender And hold up this giant Um ID that says they're all 21 <laughs> Yeah They're funny They're funny You know they, I I like people that take the piss Out of the seriousness And I mean like I said If you listen to some of their songs They really take the piss. Here we go. Definitely
2: ...differed from what it it was back in the past. Everyone taking taking the charge of their own ideas and really putting a lot of effort into them before it was presented to the others.
0: A lot of times it's Braun and I will get together in my home studio and we'll sit down there and there's just some sort of like magic that happens. This is the studio that I built down here. And this is where most ideas that I have come to fruition. Bronze drum kit in here. Some various guitars over here. This is the control room. Oh, hey guys, it's you again. It's my space where I can just come down and, and close the doors and get into my zone when I need to write, uh, track something, put an idea down into the computer. And that's kind of where an, a song is born.
2: And then we bring it to each other. And we start saying, hey, do you like this? Cool. We think of these two together? Or what can you come up with that that can, that can complement this idea? So it works. This, our songwriting works in many different ways. And then you got three other guys that opinions are just as valid as yours, and maybe they
0: don't like something that you love, and so there's a, there will be some compromises. If,
2: if you're making a living doing music, you can't think that your idea is the best idea. If you want to
0: be in a band, that's what happens, uh, which is also leads to some great things, you know, when when you're in a band. You don't have to shoulder all the responsibility of making the music, you know. My job is, is a songwriter, you know, I, I write riffs and I write, I write songs. I don't do, you know, everyone in the band like has their position, you know.
2: Most importantly, if the initial idea feels good and you have a, a, a mental or audio vision of where it can go, what it could be, then you keep working on it. I'm just kind of like a, a finished uh, trim carpenter, you know, I come in and find detailing, you know, landscape little things, you know, put some... Some, some color and some some attitude and some wash.
0: When I f- finally hear something that I've written materialize, it's a really good feeling. It's it's pretty awesome because it it always changes from what I originally was thinking when I first wrote it. <laughs>
2: still on fire with wanting to write and create and no one's at a standstill and there's no writer's block there's no drought of music and there's no shortage of material that we're coming up with
0: what
1: i love is is that they waited after the album came out to really release those clips so their latest is a double album hushed and grim produced by david Betrell who did a lot of Tool albums. So that that really is some great weight. This is um, the first album since their debut not to have a guest vocal appearance by Scott Kelly from Neurosis. The album was also a tribute to Mastodon's former manager, Nick John, after his death from cancer in 2018. This double album, really, I mean... A lot. Uh, I think some people find it hard to stomach. I really like it. You have pain with an anchor, the crux, sickle and peace more than I could chew. The beast, skeleton of the splendor, tear drinker, pushing the tides, peace and tranquility, dagger, had it all, savage lands, gobblers of oh, dregs, eyes of serpents, uh, and then what is this one? <laughs> Let's see. You Ygantim, Ygantim. And it just so happens, let's see. Cuz I know that they just got nominated for a Grammy. But then they're they're up against Tool and Gojira, and so that really is an interesting thing. Okay, cuz they've won before. They won in 2018 for Sultan's Curse. They're up this time for Pushing the Tides. They've been nominated before for uh, Best Rock Album, which is kind of weird because it's like, okay, why isn't there like a Best Metal Album category? Yeah. Uh, Awards aside, this band is really a great band. And I always like to give, you know, airtime to a band that a lot of people wouldn't particularly listen to. You know, I'm sure all of you are just waiting for Britney Spears and her comeback, and you all are just, you know, crying over Adele's latest release. But for me, it's all about Mastodon. So out of that, we've
0: got 50 really strong songs. I think we're confirmed that we got a double
2: album on our our hands. Uh, It wasn't a double album at the beginning, but it's now a double album. But when all of our touring plans got wiped out at the beginning of 2020 that off right away like okay that's that's not happening okay so we were all diving headfirst into all this material that we we've, we've been slowly collecting on the past three years of touring the Emperor's hand do we want to put out an album that's an hour and a half long is that smart No. no.
0: <laughs> I mean it was like
2: how long was it? never thought I'd say that we'd be doing a double album but it just felt like a, a daunting idea to intentionally do a double record.
0: But I found myself at home
2: listening to the whole thing all the way through, start to finish. I didn't get bored. And after a while, it was uh, it became clear that none of these songs should be cut. And everything has a really cool musical identity. Every song had a really cool color, or a very unique uh, character about it. And maybe
0: this is just like some sort of Tarantino style inability to self-edit, you know? guess this is for those people that are there for the long haul and can hang you know smoke a doobie lay back press play and we'll do the rest baby
1: (laughs) and that is the band the members of mastodon talking about their latest album hushed and grim i want to correct something this year is their 21st anniversary last year was their 20th anniversary so this uh, 21 years they keep going strong I'm I'm so glad you know I didn't I didn't listen to them at first and then I had bought tickets to go to Aftershock and I saw they were on the bill and I thought wait a minute I don't know if I've really listened to much of them and so I listened to their albums and I went whoa I'm I'm glad I got because I originally I wanted to get the Saturday night show because they had Gojira and the Misfits but it didn't happen. And so I was a, I could only afford just one ticket which is or one night which is fine, which is fine. Who's who's counting? <laughs> but it was it was a good show and they really made an impression on me. They they left one and so I've just been listening to all of their albums. And just the, the riffs. These guys are all about riffs. And then the visuals. If you really want to. That's always the thing. If it's a band that you are not particularly into. Here's what I suggest. And this is how I go about it. With, with certain bands. Okay. They have two live DVDs. They have live at the Aragon, Mastodon, from two thousand eleven, and then they have live at Brixton from two thousand and thirteen. Okay, so you can watch those, and then the visuals. The visuals are really stunning. What they what they're able to bring for a live show. When I saw them at AfterShock, it was just it was. Bare, it was bare. It was basics, and I love that. I because you could hear that sound. It was it's a howling sound that just comes out, and and it's a really awesome sound. And I I, uh, I don't mind just talking about music sometimes and film. And then while we're on the subject of film, I wanted to recommend something. Um, I I'm still watching this documentary on Ernest Hemingway, and I thought it'd be interesting. Because, you know, sometimes we have cloudy weather. To just sit and watch Henry King and John Sturgis as the old man and the sea. Based off of Hemingway's classic novel with Spencer Tracy as the old man in the sea. <laughs> and Felipe Pezos, who plays the little boy in the story. So, you know, you can have your music. And then you can have your film. And so, that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Thank you for spending your time with me always. (sighs) This is always an inclusive space that I have created, a friendly space. If you'd like to be on the show, there's a way to contact me on the Anchor app or on my social medias if you follow me, and we'll make it happen. Unpleasant Dreams. Thank you.